What is up, folks? Welcome to episode 49 of the Emulsion Podcast. My name is Justin Kana. Thanks so much for joining. This is the follow-up episode, the episode two, shot with my friend Dozfi, the artist here in Seattle that is known for doing his menu art. We took a trip to Atlanta to do a fundraising event for The Giving Kitchen. He did a bunch of live art up on stage, and he had me come do video for it. While we were there, we just thought it would be fun to shoot a little sit down and I guess follow up from the original episode that we did, which was about an hour long. We covered a bunch of different topics varying from food and creativity and art. I hope you enjoy this one. There is a couple questions that are follow-ups. He also asked me quite a few questions, so there was a lot of interview action uh, goals for 2018, things that we've learned as we're both going through that kind of creative process and sharing our creative ideas with the world. So I hope you enjoy this conversation with Dozfi. Go ahead and hit him up on Instagram and at Dozfi at me.com. Let's just get right into it. I don't know. Is there something that you directly want to talk about right off the bat? Uh, Are any uh, questions? What do they get to hear about you and what, what you're up to? And Yeah, the... As far as like pop-ups or just content? Well, how about let's just say like it's it's January. Come a little bit closer to the mic. Yeah. It's, so, it's January 27th, mm-hmm. so it's been 27 days since you and I don't really make New Year's resolutions. Right. But, but our goals for 2018, we could talk, talk about. Yeah. So I I wrote all mine down. Do you write yours down? No, I, I just make it was so simple that I can remember. Okay. <laughs> See, that's a good way to do it. I, uh... No, I don't. I, I write mine down. I said that I wanted to do one pop-up per month okay. of 2017. That is exclusively creative outlet. It's not It's not to pitch a restaurant. It's mm-hmm. not to um, get an investor. It's just, which, which, which helped me a lot with that like creative hurdle. Okay. To not uh, rap so much because it's really hard when you have people that have never seen you before, never mm-hmm. to like come in and just be like, this is exactly what I do. And you have one chance to do it right? because they're not, because one, your next event isn't for another 30 days or mm-hmm. 60 days. Mm-hmm. And two, you're charging a lot. So when I took away the, that stigma and I was like, these events are just for fun. They're just for me to get food related ideas out of my head. Mm-hmm it made it a lot more interesting and it, it made me so much more motivated to plan them, to write the menus. Like it, the okay. menu flew, like flowed much more freely okay. for this next event for me. And I think that comes back to the audience thing that we talked about last time, mm-hmm. where it's just like, I uh, stopped trying to pander. Mm-hmm. I stopped trying to please everyone mm-hmm. because that's what I wanted to do for a lot of it. Because a lot of it in me was like, I don't want to, uh, just do this selfish creation. Selfish I want to please part. people. I, yeah, gotcha. I like. I want to make people happy. So it was like constantly trying to put out all these fires of like what makes people happy and what mm-hmm. people actually want, and it doesn't work. It didn't work. So I'm trying. That, that's what I'm trying. So first. So, so what's your 2018? What'd you learn from it? What is your 2018 goal then? Just to clarify. To stop pandering and just create. Gotcha. Because then. Then I can put my stamp of approval on it, right? Because mm-hmm. before, if it's like, well, I kind of thought you would like this, mm-hmm. no one likes to hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, maybe they do, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't. I w- I, and the, the, the moment that I came to realize that was when I was 
at Austria Francescana, which was the first kind of like really creative meal I've had in a long time. Uh-huh. And it was just so unapologetic. Right. Right? It's just like, this is what I made yeah. and I made this and I'm proud of it and it's me and it's yeah uh, that has much more impact than oh well, I kind of thought that this would strike a chord with you because you're you, you can't you can't realistically all these chefs that say that they're going to like play on childhood memories I don't know what your childhood was like right right like how am I going to realistically like Massimo probably served something in that meal that could bring an Italian person to tears Right. Because there was such a strong memory to it. Mm-hmm. I don't have that. There's zero. Well, I, I would argue the opposite because I think that's the journey as you uh, get older. I think it's Picasso who says, like, it may take you years to master how to draw, like, a, a Renaissance mm-hmm. painter, but it, it take you a lifetime to learn how to draw as a child. Right, right. And so if... if I, th- I think you're on the track, the journey of, mm-hmm. you know, you're trying to figure out what you want and what you're proud of, what you're creative of. But I wouldn't say that, you you know, there's no way you can connect your childhood memories with... Someone else's. Right, because that's, that's the journey. Mm-hmm. That's the... Mm-hmm. that's if, if For some people, that's the end goal. Right. And that may... That that could take a lifetime. So that's my... That's, that's the short list for um, 2018. I also told myself I wanted to write a menu every week. Because that was something that I did right when I moved to Seattle, and uh-huh. I'm 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 four, I'm three weeks behind. I have two menus written mm-hmm. out of like the five weeks that we've been in this year, so far. So I really need to step it up. Uh, it's hard because I wanted to, I want to see all these things to fruition. Mm-hmm. But the ideal goal of writing a menu every week is to just show myself one, I can do it. Two, I want to be able to look back year after year after year because uh-huh. I have menus from, I think, starting in February of 2017 mm-hmm. that I can now look back at. And I want to just continue that to see how my ideas have been growing and how it's maturing and evolving. Right. Uh, that's on the food side of things. On the content side of things, uh, just keep uploading on YouTube. Instagram's the same. I want to be posting more. I want to grow that as Posting well. Posting more. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you joke about my stories, but that's a, uh, I mean, that is a, that is a uh, very passive way for me to post. I'm talking about like real thought out posts, not trying to, being less perfect with it for sure. Because uh-huh. I, I do struggle with that, like posting, because mm-hmm. I love photography. It's like this, this hobby of mine that I really, really oh, enjoy. So it's really hard for me to post a selfie on gotcha on instagram or so, you know like an iphone photo I on see. instagram because I, I i enjoy the process of so, the, the camera stuff so, so your stories are kind of like it's almost if you the way i view it as a visual artist is your sketchbook your sketch ideas at the moment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's the stories for me for sure and it's because i view it still as a post mm-hmm. versus well you're you, really good at posting daily trust me it's not easy consistently though <laughs> consistently like well, I always see a post from you it's, it's routine wise mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I also uh, that comes with being organized mm-hmm. and I know you are organized as well and if you if, from what my understanding is if, if you're going to post those photographs that you do with, with your camera I, I, then it makes sense because it's it's almost like your stories or your sketchbook like I mentioned before and then your your actual post the permanent the gallery exactly mm-hmm. it's your final product right it's, it's, right it's been edited. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's been polished. Right, right. And if that's the if that's approach, that's good because mm-hmm. f- stemming back from your original from food wise, you know, it, it sounds like your 2018 goal food wise. It's quantity. 
quantity, but it's the same. It's it, it, it is the same principle where writing the menus, yeah, which stay on my Google Drive, no one sees them, is the sketchbook. Right. Right. And then the dinners are these kind of like polished exactly. actual events that I charge Super. money for. That was the other thing that I'm I'm focusing more on in, in twenty eighteen is doing uh, again, by being back to going unapologetic with it. Mm-hmm. Charging what I need to charge and not being romantic about the price. Meaning, yes. meaning, meaning doing work to supplement the pop-ups. Because if it's just going to be for fun, I can't realistically charge $200 a person for the menu. I because, mean, I, mean, I could. I, you, you know what I mean. But I'm, I'm getting to a point where uh, I'm not romantic about it. I just don't. Uh, I would rather do work that pays for it for for me mm-hmm. and then the pop-ups can be you know you go out and have an amazing experience but it's not restaurant prices i see okay so that's where i'm at so it, it, yeah okay so the, there's two aspects and it's more my business self mm-hmm. it's talking it's just you want something to sustain itself but also you want to create this quality quality experience that you can get outside the restaurants right and because more, I, I that, uh, removing competition was also something that I'm intensely interested in. Well, like, you don't want to remove competition, though. Not remove it, but not. I don't want to have to compete with a restaurant. I mean, you are, you are, right? right? But it should be something where. I mean, that's be- why that's why I struggled so hard with it last year because it was like I was competing with all these other guys in Seattle who were doing pop ups, all mm-hmm. these other restaurants who had tasting menus priced very similar to mine. Right. I mean, I've thought about doing just a $295 menu and see what happens. Right. Cuz like I no, I got in now. touch with the, I, t- I got in touch with uh, this guy who does like $10,000 food excursions and they have a waiting list for it right. out of Seattle. Right? Like that's what I talk about by removing competition. Right. Where it's like my tasting menu is so stupid cheap for what you get for compared that to that. You, that you that restaurants can't compete or Flipping it and being like, this is so expensive that it's in a different league than other than than restaurants. Just something that I'm thinking about because it is the first thing that people ask when they but, ask about it, an event. But now it makes sense what you struggled with mm-hmm. because you were thinking you were thinking more of your audience in the competition, trying to please everyone. Right, easiest way to fill, and then versus easiest way to what fill. you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's I, I don't think anybody could ever not consciously think about it right especially if they want to if they are pursuing any artistic career you're gonna have to think about the you gotta pay the bills too man right you know absolutely absolutely correct yeah so So, for you goals well things you learned things i learned in 2017 is um that the art that i'm at and i'm creating is headed in the right trajectory i'm not like done i don't think i'm plateauing it's heading in the right direction. So it's taking it to the next step. So 2018 goal is, it's kind of the opposite of you was, um, I stayed focused on myself and now I'm trying to integrate the audience. Right. And so the live art, like my Airbnb menu art experience. Which for everybody that doesn't know, it means that he partners with Airbnb, you market through Airbnb. Correct. Uh, hosted at a restaurant, a mm-hmm. local restaurant in Seattle. I mean, it doesn't even have to be in Seattle. You could have done one here. We're right. in Atlanta, by the way, for everyone oh, yeah, that's, that's listening. Right. <laughs> uh, and people come in, they pay a set price, they get dinner, plus being able to watch well, you. Let me clarify. Yeah, yeah. So it's a set price uh-huh. for the menu art. You get a commission menu art, 
with the experience. The, so you get to choose what you what exactly. he draws, right? Right. But the food itself, it's on you. So you, you could come uh-huh. in and just give your own just drinks and come with them. That's fine. Got it. Um, because, like you mentioned, um, when we did like, the beta test, mm-hmm. it's, people varied in terms of how much they would commit. Pay. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. And from that, I realized it's not the food is another element for them to think about mm-hmm. versus you eliminate it and you just focus on the, the menu art and mm-hmm. the experience, then it makes it for easier for them to understand what the concept is about. And I think that's what, that's what Airbnb had trouble grasping. It's like, what's happening? Focus it on you. And I think I was afraid to, and now this year I'm trying to tear those walls down, which is no reason why we're here in Atlanta. Right, right. So maybe you can talk a little bit about what we're doing here. So, Just like uh, real fast. Yeah, real fast. Um, we're at Team Heidi, which is a, a great uh, nonprofit organization that helps people in the restaurant industry. It's a huge fundraising event. And at this event, I'm doing a live drawing, painting pieces. Um, hopefully, we're getting three done in a very short amount of time yeah, span. Yeah, it's going like to be rough. Five hours. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's, it's pushing myself. Um, and then going from there. And Atlanta has always been wondrous and great and extremely grateful you for used to the, live here i used to live here mm-hmm. yes um come back because I, I miss it a lot but uh i also love seattle as well so um justin you were kind enough to join me yeah 100 uh, percent. you're kind enough to invite me we're at a restaurant right now we're at il giallo austria and 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 bar that's a you're doing another piece here you're doing a mural yeah a mirror mural if that mirror mural yeah right. so um just pretty much i've, I've done a couple mirror pieces and so it's a different approach. You probably, if we get any video shoot, we'll mm-hmm. probably show it. 100%. But it's going to go live on YouTube yeah. eventually. It's just a painting, but like inverse painting in a way. A paint on paint. Yeah, it's going backwards. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we're in their private dining room. You can probably hear like the dining room music in the, on the podcast right now, or even if you're watching on YouTube. If you have any questions for Patrick, you should leave them. I'm so thankful the Wi-Fi hasn't uh, spud out on us yet. Yeah. Um, so I'm... Super proud of you for the Airbnb experiences because it is an example of uh, pleasing everyone. You created this system where it's a win-win for everyone, right? So it's a win for the restaurants because they're getting people to come in. Mm -hmm. It's a win for you because you get that live interaction where it's like all these people like your photos on Instagram, but they have no uh, way of interacting with you in person. And you're creating access. Yeah, because menu hours, it's... it's Ideally meant for the restaurants and the, uh-huh. the, cook, the cooking staff in the back and the service staff in the front. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, you're right. It gives you kind of this, um, I mean, it was funny we were talking about, like a documentary type of point of view. Right, right. Because half the time people uh, are asking questions, how did I start it? How my method about it? How I, my, my background. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what the, the menu art experience is. And then they come home with the menu art. So you're absolutely correct. And, and the, the price that I set is, very very reasonable and it's what does it start at it's fifty dollars fifty bucks yeah and it sustains itself which is Mm -hmm. great because Mm -hmm. um it can move on to forward to the next project because that's such a fun night out right like i think about when anna and i go out to dinner it's usually like we we thankfully like that is part of our relationship so there's no there's no issues there but i can see people who like go out to eat and have nothing to talk about because either like they spend so much time together or their industries are separate like that's such a great date night. It's such a great uh, thing to do with like a coworker, yeah. um, and you keep it pretty small, right? It's normally pretty intimate. Yeah, um, four people, mm-hmm. five people pushing it, and no, it's because it's imagine as if you had a family dinner setting, right? And that, and that's also one of my goals in trying to understand the 
the live experience is um, having grown in the South, it's it, the, the emulate just like a family dinner inviting a couple of yeah, friends yeah. over. And it almost feels like you're just coming over to eat and it happens, you have a topic already at hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and then wherever it leads, I mean, that's, that's just the, the, you know, spontaneity and the organic process of sure, it. Sure, sure. So to make it a proper follow-up to our first interview, is there anything that we talked about in the first time that you'd like to either expand on or that you, like, have interesting more thoughts on or... Well, you know, I, I think I was... The question that I guess still lingers or resonates in my head um, is that we talked about... Uh, Do we talk about, like, craft... Tons, yeah. tons. I mean, that was like the main theme that I drew. I think it's one of the only uh, segments that's actually published on YouTube. Oh, yeah. I made like a little compilation of every single thing that we talked about relating to refining the craft. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's the answer for a lot of people answer, uh, asking me questions on, on, on Instagram or tweeting at me or in the YouTube comments. It's like I do talk a lot about gear on my channel, but it's not about that. Yeah. Like, I mean, I could give you a big pen. And right. you do do big pen you stuff, big, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and, and it's amazing. It's not about the gear that you use, but uh, it's, it is something that I geek out on, so it is something that I talk about. But um, that's the answer. Get well, the craft down first. Absolutely. But, I mean, so sorry, your, your question, your lingering. Well, because the thing is, is we're here at this restaurant mm-hmm. at a mural I did two years ago. Uh-huh. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, I, you know, I knew which pen I'd use. I still can use this pen, but you saw it myself. Like, I, I have better control. Right. And it's like... What we talked about, I you know, some people would view that I've already mastered drawing. It's like, no, I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. Like, it, 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 drawing on paper is just one aspect. Now you saw it's like 20, 20 feet yeah, long. Yeah, it's huge. Like, yeah. So it's Italy. It is Italy and then a bunch of different foods inside of Italy and animals. and yeah. um, Which represent different regions. Right, food right. And it all matches the map, which is awesome. But, yeah, yeah I definitely see it. I can see the, the evolution of it. I, um, I see how it scales in different capacities. Mm-hmm. Which is also really interesting, and I, I feel like there is something that ties along with food with that as well. Where it's I, like I, I, I absolutely agree with that mm-hmm. because you mentioned the big pen and stuff like that. Is building a crowd doesn't mean you master it; you understand it. Mm-hmm. And I guess the best way I can relate it, and correct me if I'm wrong, is how a lot of chefs say respect the ingredients you get from. Yes, at a certain point, but continue, and we can elaborate on that. Well, because so the, the reason why I say that is like say you used a ballpoint pen. I know what type of marks I can make with it, but I'm not going to do it the same thing. Like I, I don't paint with a ballpoint pen. Mm-hmm. I may paint with the ballpoint ink, uh-huh. but not the pen itself because that tool doesn't allow me to. I understand. And I, it, in a way, I would not disrespect the abilities of a ballpoint pen. Like mm-hmm. don't tell the ballpoint pen to be a paintbrush. Right. Right. You know. I guess that. Uh goes more to the effect of I I think the the term respect your ingredients uh lends more to trying to simplify yeah right a lot of people say that to make sure that you're um when I interviewed Jeannie Kwan in Chicago she uh-huh. said something along the lines of uh her her chef Noah Sandoval wants to make ingredients taste the way that they naturally taste as much as possible mm-hmm. which is what a lot of chefs uh quote unquote try to do but there's a line by uh Irv Thies who is a uh, French guy who is a writer and molecular he was big in the molecular style yeah and he said something along the lines of uh a kit a kitchen is a playground for manipulation right so uh if I take this carrot and I cook it 
Mm-hmm. Bo- like, boil it. That's manipulation. If I peel it and boil it, that's manipulation. Right. If I peel it, cut it, boil it, that's manipulation. Right. Like, where, when does it stop? And when is it, you know what I mean? Where it's like, you peeled it, you cooked it, you put it in a bag, you cooked mm-hmm. it sous vide, you pureed it, you dried it, you right. puffed it into a chip. Yeah. Is that the last step? Well, I think, I think there's two aspects then. Those are the techniques, right? right like techniques. when you're talking about like painting with the big ink and all that stuff. Right. So that is to me the closest comparison rather than because I you can and that's where the molecular movement was so kind of like earth-shattering for a lot of people because it was like all these techniques that you would normally do with fish, right. you were now doing it with carrots. Right. And I was like, "Whoa, like what do you mean right. you're doing that?" And so that's why it screwed everybody up and why it yielded so disastrous results sometimes where you're eating like Foams made from things you don't want to eat. Yeah, eat. I agree. But I think that's that's the thing. You have to go that journey. You have to make those experiments. You have to learn from mm-hmm. them. Make some mistakes. I mean, that, I think that's that's the extension that I think when, when we talk about resonate from mm-hmm. our last conversation is you know working your craft mm-hmm. means make mistakes. Right. Don't be afraid to fail. Actually, right. I think a lot of my mentors in the in the art world were. We're just mentioning is just like, um, at some point, if you get well known, people will kind of dictate who you are, and you want to change that. Sure. And sure. if you don't want to change that, then you no longer become an artist. <clears throat> and that's that thing is build your craft means you have an identity. To, yeah, you have to fail because from there you get to dissect what truly is how you respond to certain. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, whatever artistic pursuits you're having, but whatever, right. what are you, what are you trying to, you know, go to? Sure. Um, I think that's and that's the hard part. So when you talk about manipulation of the ingredients, I think that's, that's that's a crucial part. I think the the difficult part is when we say respect, it's such a blanket term. Yeah, exactly. Because that that's what that's why I talk about it is like when do you stop, right? And 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 this isn't me saying me shit talking on on molecular gastronomy or modernist cuisine or any any mm-hmm. element of that because and I'm going and I'm going to go back to the 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 meal that I had at Austria Francescana which was so surprising because it it did have a lot like there was fluid gels there was bites that exploded in your mouth when you ate it there was uh I mean the five textures of parmesan dish has like foam and two warm gels and mm-hmm. a chip you know what i mean like that is pure manipulation of an ingredient to mm-hmm. to to the to in five different ways right the thing was it went away from uh look what i can do right to like i'm going to show you this ingredient in a way you've never had before and there's such a fine line between that yeah. where it's like you really have to be careful with it and it has to be very intentional and if it comes with a story mm-hmm. You have farly increased, like, way increased chances of actual success. So, from my understanding, and did I interrupt you? I'm no. Um, it, from what you're telling me, the techniques, it didn't become gimmicky. Zero gimmicks. A, yes, it was gimmicky in some ways. Well, but it wasn't. I get. I got it. You know right. what I mean? I, I can understand it, right? It's like the. Uh, you know those canvases that you see where it's just like a red square right a red painted square it's like yes i see that it's kind of just like there is a gimmick to it where it's just like you're making a statement but i understand that you're making a statement 
That's what that's what I understand. He did a dish called Autumn in, in New York mm-hmm. or something like that, where it was like uh, it was a, it was a couple different fluid gels piped out in the shape of a red apple with a green leaf, uh-huh. with like uh, Parisian scoops of apple and beet mm-hmm. and like an apple dashi that they poured tableside. Mm-hmm. It was not good. It was not tasty. Like, I could taste everything individually, but I understood what he was going for. Where it's like this earthy, kind of cartoony uh, view of what he felt, felt in New York. And that w- that is why I go back to talking about wanting to infuse my identity into mm-hmm. the food that I'm doing. But from my understanding, what you're saying, what I, I draw from that is, if you broke it down to, I think we mentioned this last time, like the three things. You have a, the art itself, the artist, and the audience. Mm-hmm. The, what the audience... And really what I'm talking about is like fundamentals in terms of how I view a meal as an audience. The number one thing is, does it taste good? Right, right. And I think someone who did, like like you mentioned, you you understood what he was trying to get at. You understand mm-hmm. the techniques and stuff like that. So you appreciate it on a different level. Mm-hmm. But someone who doesn't cook at all like me, right. is it good or not? Right. And if, it is, if it's not good, I'm not going to ask questions more because... I'm not invested into the craft like you are. Do you think tasting good is subjective? Absolutely. So then that's why it's so hard. That is why, and it's not me saying woe is me. It's saying that is why the people that try to please everyone are fighting a losing game. Because Correct. The, best, the best thing you can do, I think, and something that I'm truly starting to realize is mm-hmm. you can just be yourself and that's that that's the best yeah it, that's that, the best that's the best that is that is gonna win tell your story as and that's the thing is because personally mm-hmm. that's gonna cause you to win mm-hmm. but it's no fun being that talented artist sure. chef that sure. no one no one knows about right right so that's the struggle mm-hmm. but you need that struggle to be an artist too right yeah. so mm-hmm. I, I totally agree as if you want the win Actually, if you want the win, you, you you quit you quit the art. True, yeah, true, and do something else. Yeah, and do something else. If you want the safe. If that's win. the win, is the right. financial win. Right, exactly. Uh, um, what what else are you? Is your paint dry? Do you um, think we got like two minutes? Two minutes. Yeah, okay. One minute, one minute so now. let's pitch the knife side thing one more time. Okay. Because there's a bunch more people here on the channel uh, and listening on the podcast uh, that that aren't that weren't there before. Well, so, so I mean, you, I don't need a picture because yeah, we have who's... we have an we have an offer. I've, I've given in a couple a couple different uh, videos and, and and spiels before. Look at Dazfi's Instagram. He does these amazing kind of uh, thin line, black on white, white on black uh, pieces, and I've he's done them on knife sayas, so like the wooden knife sheaths that some of you guys probably keep on your knives, and he's able to do them at no cost to you guys if you're willing to ship them to and from Seattle. So we've done, how many have we done now? Four? Four. Four. Yeah. So uh, send me an email or send Dosfi an email, dosfi at me.com uh, with your name and what you want on your knife, Saya, and it's completely free. You just got to get it to us and pay for it to get back to you. Yep. And that's it. And we're just doing it as a beta test to see if there's any... Uh, increased uh, demand for it because it would be something cool for you to do to give back to the culinary community in in a way Um, and also you guys get get to trick out your your stuff yeah so that's that that's that's our ask Um, 
I'll link Dazfi up below if you guys want to follow. I have a couple more movies coming out soon that we're making this weekend. Where yeah, are we going to eat tonight? We're going to eat at um, Staple House. I'm, I'm super pumped for it. Yeah. Um, it's been, you know, James Beard nominated in here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm, I'm really excited to see how you respond because... I'm really excited because I haven't explored Southern food in any capacity. Zero. Oh, yeah. Zero. You have to go do some fried chicken this morning. Yeah. Well, that. That was number one. <laughs> and we also had, like, we had brisket last night and peppers with ricotta, yeah. like, and beignets for dessert. Where, like, it's it's... It's so fascinating to explore. Especially after you travel to Europe. Yeah. It's like polar. I mean, it's, it, it is supposed to be the quote-unquote next generation, but it's, it's lovely, just interesting. You had a lovely dessert here, too, didn't you? Yep, yep. Panna cotta. But this is Italian. That's I wouldn't true. say this is Southern. That's but true. But anyways. So I really hope you enjoyed that interview. A couple things before you take off. If you want to support Dazfi, go ahead and check him out on Instagram at Dazfi or at Dazfi Works. Again, if you want any of that custom gear that we were talking about just a little bit in the show, that's the best place to go to get hooked up with that. If you want to support this show or any content that I do, go ahead and check me out on Patreon, www.patreon.com patreon.com slash justin Kana. i hope you subscribe to the show leave a review if you're enjoying it and we will most likely do another follow-up episode i really really enjoy jamming with dosfi so if there's anything that you want covered in the third uh follow-up or episode three i guess of the show where him and i sit down go ahead and shoot them to me or him on Instagram and we'll make sure, or on Twitter, and we'll make sure to cover those in the next show. Thanks so much for listening. My name's Justin Kana. Have a good one.